And welcome back to another episode of Spill the Beans. Now, first of all, I'm just going to come out and say it. Y'all, I am sorry. I know I am a day late. Please let me explain. Okay? The day I was going to record, I got called into work. That was my day off. Okay? I had to go be a big boy. Make some money. Okay? That's what I had to do. And also, last week, dude, it was just a long week, alright? I got 50-plus hours of work last week, y'all. 50 hours. That's, that's big boy stuff for me, okay? Now, I know some of you work way longer hours than that, and I applaud you, okay? You keep doing what you do. Let's make sure you nap or something, okay? Because I am exhausted, alright? But, because... I worked yesterday and couldn't record this pod after work because I went to go see Across the Spider-Verse. Yes, let's hop right into that movie, okay? It was phenomenal. Fantastic movie. I'll tell you what, those animation styles for those movies, Into and Across, and soon to be beyond, all right? The animation styles are amazing. One of one. And I hope they keep doing movies like that. So, um, what do I want to talk about with those movies? Um, it felt like Gwen Stacy was more of a main character in this movie. Like, she was pretty significant in the first one. But this one, she felt like she was almost the main character over Miles. Which worked pretty well, I think. You know, I, uh, I really liked her character in this one. Um, Miles is great as always. I love Miles. Miles is like, so this takes place a year after the first one, right? So he's still, like, he's got it figured out for the most part, okay? Um, and then we have, uh, let's see here. Who are the other Spider-Men we can talk about? Not giving too much away. Uh, Miguel O'Hara, Oscar Isaac Spider-Man, aka Spider-Man 2099, was actually really really well done and a little bit more reasonable in the movie than he was portrayed in the trailers in the trailers he's portrayed like a psychopath who just wants to kill miles to kill miles but when you watch the movie he's actually very he's just a very serious spider-man which not many of those exist so yeah um we had uh, Jessica, what is her last name in the comics? Spider-Woman. I want to say it's not Walters. Jessica, oh my gosh, I'm brain farting. Jessica, what is your name? What is your last name? Jessica something. Oh my gosh. I'm blanking. I'm really good with comic book stuff, I promise you. Across the Spider-Verse past. It's going to be, as soon as I hear it, I'm going to be like, oh, this is so stupid. Spider-Woman, a.k.a. Oh, come on, help me out. You really didn't have that in there? Jessica Drew. Oh my gosh. 
I knew that. Although it looked like I didn't. So Jessica Drew, she was dope. She was pretty cool. That was a, it was a, it was a reimagining of the character. Uh, and it was really well done. She rocked a motorcycle. And the webs came out of her fingies. Came right out of her fingertips instead of right out the wrists. So that was kind of fun too. So yeah. Yes, Jessica Drew was dope. Um, Spider Punk, played by Daniel Kaluuya, was probably one of the coolest Spider-Men that there was. Very thick British accent, though, so be prepared. I kind of can't wait to watch that movie again, but with subtitles. But that goes for me in general, because even outside of him, there were some lines I think I missed, because I couldn't hear it. So, yeah. I'm hoping to watch it with subtitles at some point. It was good. And then let's see here. We had Ghost Spider. We had Miles. We had Miguel. We had Spider-Punk. We had Spider-Woman. We had Spider-Man India, played by the guy from Deadpool 1 and 2, a.k.a. Dopender, a.k.a. Karan Sony. He was chill. He was fun. He was a fun Spider-Man. Right. Some of these Spider-Man, they're like all serious or like all kind of weird. But he was he was he was chill. Right. And. Uh, any more? Oh, yeah. I think one more. Well, two more, two more. Obviously, Jake Johnson returned as Spider-Man. Here Parker. Phenomenal. He's got a little baby girl and she was hilarious. She was cute. She's adorable. Okay, and then, yeah, so Peter, Peter was in it, a fantastic job by Jake Johnson, and then we had my homie, Andy Samberg, top three favorite actor all time, okay, and by top three, I mean, I don't know which place he is in those three, right, technically top two, him and Ryan Reynolds are like neck and neck, um, but yes, Andy Samberg played Ben Riley. And he was hilarious, and I hope we get more screen time with him. Okay? I hope we do. He was awesome. Then, I did miss one. It, she called herself Spider Bite, B-Y-T-E, because she's all very technological, played by Aman Aman Amandla Stenberg? Sorry, I, I couldn't tell if it was an L or an I. Amandla Stenberg. Yeah, she was pretty cool, too. She's all technological all over the place. Um, she was, like, phoned in. So that was kind of fun. But yeah, and the main bad guy was The Spot, played by Jason Schwartzman. And you see him as this kind of, like, not serious villain where you're like, I don't want to take him, you know, like I could take him maybe. But anyways, the whole idea of his powers are portals. So he has holes on his body. And with those holes, he can like put his hand through a hole and then it comes out another hole. That's what she said. And uh, so, yes, one hole to another hole. And so at first it starts with him just teleporting on like throughout Brooklyn. And... 
he starts to become this actually legitimate threat when he finds out he can hop dimensions. So, yeah. It's a pretty fun movie. It's a two-parter. So you go in there, that's part one of two. All right? I don't want to get too much into the other Spider-Man from the first one because they might... They may or may not make an appearance. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Um, I would go into more like story details, but it's only been out for a weekend, guys. I can't go too much in depth. And if you want to hear it full in depth, come check out JP and the Beans talk next week, where we'll dive all in on that movie. So I'm very excited for it. So yes, went and saw it across the Spider Verse. I'll be very interested to see where it goes from there. Um, let's see here. Okay. Yes. I'm also... I think part of the reason I'm tired, guys, is I'm, I'm depressed. Because my Celtics lost in seven games. They lost in seven games to the Heat. We're now in the finals. And at the moment that this is recorded, the series is tied 1-1. And I'm rooting for the Nuggets because I realize I hate Miami, the Heat. And I think I realize this because they are always the thorn in the Boston Celtics side. See, them or LeBron. LeBron's been gone. So it's the Heat. Sometimes it's them and LeBron. For a little while it was both. But, yeah. You know what, though? For what it was worth, having a new head coach, going through all that, I was just like, you know, got to give them credit when credit's due. They did the most with what they had, and, you know, you come up short, but it is what it is. I'm hoping next year we can uh, turn it around a little bit and uh, get back to where we want to be. So that's what I would tell the locker room anyways. You know, and stop turning the ball over. One of the most inconsistent teams. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. It is what it is, though. I am over it. Kind of, not really. Um, let's see. I am learning. So, this is a little self-talk about myself. I've been learning to disassociate. Now, saying that out loud sounds kind of crazy and unhealthy, but I have, I had this issue for the longest time, and I still do, something I'm learning currently, is that when, I think the best example I have is when I'm at my job and there's a complaint. I think in the past, I've struggled because there's a part of me that likes people, please. Um, but there's part of me that when there is a complaint or something bad that happened, that it is like I, I think I get sucked into it to the point where I think I'm a bad person, which is insane. It's an insane thought process to have. But I think that gives me anxiety because... I am then like, why don't they like me? 
hopefully you guys are following this, this whole thread, right? So I'm learning to realize that my job is separate from me. When somebody complains, it has nothing to do with me. Okay? It has everything to do with how what I am work. So for in this in the past it's been grocery stores and then obviously right now it's a car wash. But like even at the grocery store, like if they have a bad watermelon, right? That's not on me. Unfortunately, they just picked up bad watermelon. We gotta get them a new one, right? It's not on me. If I'm cutting 12 different watermelon, trying to find them a good one, and I can't find one, right? But I think sometimes, not as much as just, where am I going with that? I think sometimes when they got upset, I took that as a personal hit. When I have to disassociate the two and be like, oh, no, this has nothing to do with me. And this has everything to do with what's going on that I don't have control over, right? So I'm learning how to process that right now, and I'm getting better at it, right? But I have to remind myself, especially right now, because this is where I had this realization, thank the Lord that he gave me this, but it was like, I'm, I can't get, like, the mental toll it takes on me to take that, that sucks. And I, sh I shouldn't be taking that. Those are unnecessary hits. Like, I am, I am stepping in the line of fire when what I'm stepping in front of is an armored wall, right? The wall is there to protect, and it has nothing to do with me. But I decide that, oh, this is my wall to protect. That's pretty stupid. On my part, you know, to just jump in front of a bulletproof wall and take the hits to protect the wall. Why do I, why am I protecting the wall? The wall don't need to be protected. Right? It's an inanimate, it's an inanimate thing. So if you have the same problem, that's what I encourage you to do. Is just remember, hey, you and your job are separate. Like, yes, you want to do your best thing for the job, right? You want to be the best version you can be to help that job go smoothly and have everything run the way that it needs to run. But know that if something goes wrong, that is not you who caused it to do something wrong nine times out of ten, right? You know, there's obviously the occasional mistake that gets made, but then you call your own foul. Right? Like, if I were to miss, like, if we were out of something at the grocery store and I went back and I couldn't find anything and they leave and somebody else comes in and we have it and I missed it, that's different. Right? Or there was a miscommunication on gift cards or something stupid like that. But you know what I mean? There's the occasional mistake, but most of the time it's like, it's it's not on you, right? You just have to be there to make it better. Try to make it better when something goes wrong. So I'm I'm trying I'm trying to learn that, and it's dude, it's hard. 
it's so hard, especially to remind yourself, man. Just be like, hey, it's not on you. This isn't, they are not attacking you specifically as a human, right? You may be taking it, right? You might be taking the yelling and the screaming, right? Because something bad happened. You might be taking it, but that's not, it's not on you. The way that they react, you can't control, right? So to sit there and be like, this is my fault. This is my fault. I can't believe I, it, it's insane, but you know, it's part of that people pleasing part in me that I'm trying to kill right now. Cause I hate it. I hate that part and I'm getting better at killing it. So once you know where, where that, where that point is of weakness, you can, you can kill it. Right. So I'm working on shooting it dead and burying it in the backyard because I, I hate it. I don't like, I'm not, I don't want to be a people pleaser my whole life, but you know, you gotta, I have to realize I may be taking the brunt force of it. They aren't yelling at me. They're yelling at the situation. If you were going to get in a car accident, that's a bad example. <laughs> if you were to hit a deer, right? And a deer died. You can yell at that deer all day long. That's not a great example either. I'm trying to think of a better example and I can't come up with one, but you get the idea. Right? Like, they're not taking it out on you. I mean, they are taking it out on you, but it's not because of you, most likely. Now, if it is because of you, that's a whole different story, right? I'm obviously not talking about that, but situations that are out of your control that you had nothing to do with and you step in blindly and all of a sudden you're getting bombarded with all this stuff. It's like comments, you know? That's actually the good one. It's like if I were to get a bad comment on this video or this podcast, right? Because I said something that somebody didn't like. They're not attacking me as a as a person, right? They're they're not saying I'm a bad person. They're probably they just don't like my content. Right? So I have to disassociate myself with that and be like, oh, they don't know me in the first place. To have an understanding of who I am and why I think the way that I think. They're not in my corner. And so, and not that I'm getting bad comments or good comments, right? Because I can't let the good comments affect me. It's like I can't let the bad comments affect me. I just need to keep doing what I'm doing, right? And if I mess up, I'll call my own foul. And if somebody else that I know is like, dude, that was out of pocket, then I'll address it. But you, I can't let strangers affect my mind, my well-being, because it's useless. If everybody else is affecting how I think, look, you can't please everybody. You can't. It's impossible. It's endless, and it's tiring. <laughs> Trust me, I've done it. So, oh man, and in more fun notes, I've been, I got back into One Piece and 
you know, we talked about anime and, and we talked about how that's my favorite. Like now that I've established my tiers, like One Piece is definitely my favorite. Um, I'm in the Whole Cake Island arc right now for all those One Piece fans out there. But uh, it's been really good, man. There have been some really good fights. Um, I think it might be a little overrated from when I remember seeing all these like clips and videos and stuff of it when it first came out. But still pretty good. Like overall, I'm pretty impressed. But the creator of that show has done such a phenomenal job at being able to build up characters in a short amount of time where you care about them. And then so when something happens with them, you care. I think from, from a storytelling perspective, and as myself being a writer, I think that's one of the most impressive things you can do as a writer is to be able to introduce a character, introduce that character, put them in, build them up, and then have that outcome happen within a short amount of time, right? So for a couple of these characters in this arc, right, in these arcs, they're only around for that arc, right? A lot of these characters, they're around for one arc, and then they're done. And if we see them again, it's more likely a reference than it is something else. But at the same time, when you see that character again, you're like, oh shit, it's them. I'm so glad they're still around. But to do that for a non-main character or a villain, right? And to do just these random side characters. Like, for instance, I think one of the, the craziest things is they introduced this girl in an arc like five or six arcs ago, right? And then in the current arc, they introduce her twin sister, right? And you're like, oh, that's a callback. And then they also introduce their dad, right? But you don't, they don't like make that connection right away. You kind of figure that out through the arc. But at the same time, all of a sudden you're caring about these two people that you know after this arc aren't going to be relevant again, especially one of them, right? Like, the dad is not going to be relevant after this arc, period. The sister might be relevant again. But it just goes to show you, like, it's really impressive feat to be able to make somebody care about a character in, like, six chapters of a book. They're only there for six chapters. Because that's just that's just another thing he's really good at is backstories and building up these characters and showing what they've kind of been through without you know you don't need 14 chapters of backstory for a character to fully like see where they came from, right? Obviously if they're the main character, you're watching their story progress. But for a side character to be like, oh, he just wants to see his kids again. Because after his kids were born, his wife leaves him, kicks him out, and bans him. And then so he's 
forced to not ever meet his daughters for 26 years. And you're like, oh, no wonder he's so desperate to see his kids, right? That's the one thing that you need to know that matters for that person's backstory. So to see all that play out, it's it's pretty impressive he can do that with, with characters in general. So, and just to know that, you know, there are, everybody has their defining moments in their life. <laughs> and for that to come and play, play a part in why people do what they do. I mean, we could go get real philosophical with it if we wanted to, but. Anyways, I feel like I got like really serious there for the last 10 minutes, but let's get into what I'm going to be talking about today. And y'all, I know I said no comic book stuff, so we're not doing comic book stuff, but this is still on the topic of comic book, well, not comic books, but this is still on the topic of geeky stuff, okay? Trust me, we have like a crazy run of movies this month, so I thought it'd be fun to tie in the topics of the podcast with the movies that are coming out. So this week, you know, last week we did Spider-Man. This week, the new Transformers movie comes out, right? So next week, we got the Flash movie. The week after, the, two weeks after that, we have Indiana Jones, okay? So I'm going to give you a little hint of what's to come. <laughs> wink, wink. But yeah. I decided to do Transformers because I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Not a lot of it. Um, am I the biggest Transformers guy? No. No. I like the movies. I like the first three for sure. I saw, saw the fourth one. Uh, and that one was kind of cool. I haven't seen five and I haven't seen the Bumblebee spinoff. But I hear for this one, you don't need to see any of them. Because it's kind of like a prequel. So. But. For me. I go to those movies to watch robots fight and blow stuff up. And you're going to hear me say that a lot. Because I have to reinforce. That not every movie. Has to be. This incredible story. Let some action movies. Be action movies. Now. Still have dialogue. Like I want to hear the robots talk shit to each other. That's hilarious. Keep that, right? I don't like silence. That's why I didn't like Mad Max Fury Road. I hated that movie. But A, it was weird. B, the whole point of the story was stupid. Right? Literally in that movie, they drive all the way down to one spot and then they drive right back. That's the plot. Alright? I don't need well written but damn dude come up with a better plot than going from one place back to the same place because it was that place all the time the whole time doesn't make sense frustrating actually but back on topic yeah so we're going to talk transformers today and man <laughs> dude i got nothing that's it that's where i'm i'm at so let's go to the whiteboard and we are at the whiteboard and today like i've already said earlier we are talking 
Transformers. Okay. Now, I'm just going to come out and say this. Okay. Because obviously we're doing this for the new Transformers movie coming out. I am not a Transformers expert. Okay. And as far as I can share, the most important thing you need to know is that it's about robots fighting other robots, blowing each other up. Okay. That is the importance of Transformers. No one cares about the storyline in Transformers. I don't care who you are. You're a liar if that's the case, okay? We go to watch things blow up. That is why Michael Bay is in charge with Transformers, because he's so good with explosions, okay? These were toys that were made into blockbuster movies so we could watch them tear each other apart. That's why Transformers is great in that sense. Also, they're toys are pretty cool because they, they're, they're cars and they're robots. It's two for one right there. So, just a little background of, about Transformers, okay? And, of course, in these movies, Earth is the center of the universe, okay? Because we're humans, and why would we make another planet the center of the universe? Okay? It's Earth. When it comes to Marvel Comics, Earth. DC, Earth. Okay? Every other form of pop culture, where does it take place? Earth. Okay? We're very egotistical in that sense of creation. Alright? So, where do the... Tra First of all, the Transformers are alien robots, okay? They come from a different planet. This planet is called Cybertron. Okay? Now... There was a war on Cybertron where the good guys, the Autobots, and we'll get into that in a second, versus the Decepticons, the bad guys, Optimus Prime versus Megatron, okay? And there's just civil war, fight over who can be in charge of the planet. They fight so much, they blow up their own planet, from what I know. They blow up their own planet. They go to Earth to go hide out on Earth. And then all the movies pursue. Okay? Do I know how it actually works in the shows or whatever? No. I don't know the exact origins. All right? That's the gist of what you need to know. All right? So Cybertron. Check. Toys. Check. All right. Let's get into the factions of Transformers. Okay? We're going to start off with the good guys. Now, this is where it's going to get really, really fun. I'm going to try and draw these logos, okay? And they're going to be really, really poo-poo. All right? That's the idea. All right, so the Autobots logo. Oh, this is going to be so bad. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be so bad. All right. So, we have a... We have a like a thing here, like a pizza slice. Okay. Ooh, that's not that's not good. Hold on. We're already not doing well. We're already not doing well. Okay. It is a triangle. Okay. Boom. Okay. There's a triangle, and then we have a circle, and then it goes like that. And then it comes back down. Okay. And then it goes like this. 
Cut that off a little bit. Then we're going to come up with it. Up with it. Boom. Okay. We got part of the logo. Boom. 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 And then for all the listeners, it's just imagine me drawing the Autobot logo perfectly. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm doing really good. I should go get back into drawing. Okay, let's see. Okay, there's that. Cut that off right there. Okay. Okay. Almost done. Okay, that needs to come up a little bit more. This is not great. Okay. Oh, that's where I messed up. Oh, it needs to come up a little bit more. Okay. And this actually needs to be like this. Okay. You get the idea. All right. The red ones are the Autobots. All right. These are the good guys. All right. There's only two Autobots. I drew that really big. That is huge. Okay. Now, the only two Autobots that you really need to know, because these are the only two staples in essentially all of these movies. Optimus Prime, who is the GOAT Transformer. He is their Mickey Mouse of Transformers. It's Optimus Prime. You know, he's a guy that's semi-truck with flames. And he's like, let me see if I can do an Optimus Prime impression. Autobots. Rule bro. Yeah, I can't really do it. But you get the idea. He's that guy. He's the one that goes on the whole uh, the Lincoln Park music plays and he's doing the speech as Optimus Prime. Okay, the other one that's in every movie got his own spinoff. We have Bumble. B. Okay, he's the yellow and black car. Now, he's a couple different cars in a couple different movies, okay? But he's always yellow and black. Alright? I believe he's a Mustang. Don't come at me. Or is he a Camaro? I think Bumblebee's a Camaro. Now I feel like a jerkwad is Bumblebee A Camaro. Yep, he's a Camaro. Okay. I look dumb and silly, but that's okay. All right. Now, the third one I'll add just for fun because he's one of my favorites. Um, Ironhide. He's a truck. He's dope. Okay. 
He's dope. He was like the 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 weapon specialist for the Autobots. Okay. Now next we have the main villains of the, of the series. Okay, Decepticons. Decepticon logo. Okay, and I'm going to attempt to draw this one. Shopping. No, not shopping. Why did I hit shopping? Images. Okay. Let's see here. All right. They are more pointy. Oh, boy. Okay. So, point there. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Right there. It kind of looks like a bat. Ooh, too high. Okay. Come down to here. Come down to here. And now we go straight point. Straight point. Okay. Lots of triangles in these logos, by the way. Ooh. I really clashed it on that. Okay. Okay. Ugh. Alrighty. And then there's a thing that goes in here that turns into like bunny ears. Okay. And then two triangles. All right, you did it. Kind of looks like that. <laughs> we didn't come here for my artwork, I know, but I'm having fun with it. And these are, again, these are huge. All right. Decepticons. Now, there's two main Decepticons you have to worry about. All right. Number one is Megatron. Okay. He's the main bad guy. Okay. AKA, he's the dick of the story. He's a dick. Alright, Megatron. And the other one is Starscream. Alright. Bam. Uh, Megatron has switched vehicles, like, multiple times throughout the movies. I believe he was a plane for a while, and then he was a tank for a while. So, yeah. And then, Starscream is, is a jet. He's a fighter jet. Okay, he's Optimus, or he's, he's Optimus. He's Megatron's second in command, all right? Now, these are usually the only two you have to worry about for Transformers movies. But, yeah, I gotta clean that up. How did I mess that up? Okay. There we go. Okay. So, next, on the list... All right, because animals weren't just enough. Or, wow, I just really spoiled that one for me, huh? For you. I'm all kinds of off. All right. Now for this next movie. They are introducing animal robots. Doesn't make sense. No, it does not. Does it matter? No, it does not. Okay? So, the first one, they are called the Maximals. No, I did not make that up. That is what it is. Maximals. 
Okay. And we're going to try to edit. We're going to try to do this logo in orange. This is kind of the most fun part is drawing these. Okay. So I'm going to try to draw these ones smaller. Okay. Okay. Oh, tough. Real tough. Okay. Okay, this is actually probably the worst drawing I've had. Yeah, that's really bad. That's the idea, okay? Now, the only thing that I know about these guys is they are led by a giant gorilla named, and I'm not making this one up either, Optimus Primal, okay? So obviously, Optimus Primal and Optimus Prime are probably really good buddies, okay? If Prime is in the name, more than likely, they're a pretty good person. Robot thing. Okay? Optimus Prime. Now, there are two more. Alright? So these are the good animals. Now we have to go to the bad animals. Okay? And they are called the Predacons. Again, these are not... Oh my gosh, this, this is an ugly, ugly logo that I don't even want to do. Okay. Um, oof, I guess we do it in blue. Oh my gosh, it looks like an insect head. I'm just going to give that as a, as a re point of reference. Right? Oh my gosh. This is so bad. Okay. Okay, there's that. Oh, no, no. I already messed it up. Ugh. Did I just expo my shirt? I might have. Yeah, that's besides the point. Alright. So we go up and over like that. And then it's boom. 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 Okay, now we do that on the other side. Okay. Comes to a point right there, flashes out. Okay, same thing. Okay, and then it comes down here, and then into this. Okay, there's Okay, this just needs to be a straight up triangle. That needs to be a straight up triangle. Okay. And then Okay. That's actually 
not that terrible. So you should all look that up because I think I knocked it out of the ballpark. Okay? So these are the Predacons, and I know nothing about them. Okay? I'm going to be honest. I didn't really give a shit about these two. And the third one. Oh, the third one sounds badass. And I wish this would have been, like, happened after Transformers 3, but it happens after Bumblebee and before Transformers 1, 2, and 3. It's a whole thing. Timelines. Okay? So, yes. Predacons. And then finally, the last one, which is awesome, okay, they're called the Terrorcons, and they're rumored to be in this last movie. And let's see, I can draw this, maybe. We'll do um, blue green. I haven't done green yet. So this is the logo. Because I am this far in and I'm drawing the logo for everything else. Okay. Okay. This. Okay. And then there's that. And then there's this. Okay. And then there's that. And then boom, boom, boom. Okay, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Oh my gosh, I did a reverse. Okay, we need to come at it this way. Okay. Triangle. This is going to be really boring for just listeners. <laughs> I did not think this through. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Okay. That's not bad either. Maybe I should go back to art class. I don't think I'm doing too bad. Okay. Terracons. Now, what's so cool about Terracons? Beans? I'll tell you. People? They're undead robots. Apparently. I don't know if that's 100% true throughout like the movies and stuff. If they're even coming in this movie, okay? I haven't seen the movie. I got no ideas. Rumors. Okay? And they're undead. Okay? I googled this literally 15 minutes before doing this, so I gotta be close. Okay, and Google never lies. All right, but zombies that Megatron controls. Because you should know this, zombies are never on the good guy's side. All right, that's right up there with clones. We've talked about clones in the last episode. All right, clones, sign that they are not a good person. Zombies, sign that they are not a good person. Okay, bad guys. Have the, one of those two things, okay? Fun fact, in one of these movies, Megatron got into cloning. Told ya, bad guys, clones, 
Never trust them. If you think they're good, they're probably not. All right. That's, that's enough of, of the uh, clone speech. All right. Now, it's time to get into the fun part of this. All right. Goodbye, really cool logos that I drew. And it's time to give you guys the movie timelines, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you straight up. I have only seen the first four. I am two movies behind. All right? And maybe someday we will go into individual breakdowns of these movies. All right? But for today, I'm giving you the timeline of the movies and basically who's in it. Okay? So, we have Transformers, the original trilogy. Okay? We're going to do the original trilogy in red, in otter, in otter, in otter. In honor of the Autobots, okay? We have the original Transformers. Okay? Then we have Transformers. Revenge of the Fallen. Okay? Okay, we're going to do this. Revenge of the Fallen. Okay, and then that leads into the third one, which is Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. All right, that's the original trilogy, all right? That's going to be in red. Next, we're going to hit... We're going to go purple in honor of the Decepticons. All right. We have Age of Extinction. That goes into, where is it at? The Last Night. All right. And then they decide... They want to do a spin-off, which is uh, over here, over here in the corner, which is Bumblebee. And then, last but not least, we have Rise of the Beasts. So, you want to start from the beginning... This is the order, okay? Bumblebee and then Rise of the Beasts. Now, the original trilogy. This is what I call the Shia LaBeouf, a.k.a. the Sandwich Wiki area. 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 Era. Wow, words are hard today. Sam Witwicky. And I'm not even going to try to spell that correctly. Probably not even close. Okay? So... Sam Witwicky, a.k.a. Shia Buff, is the main human in the first trilogy of Transformers movies, okay? He buys Bumblebee in the first one, him and Bumblebee go off to college in the second one, and then he's trying to live his life in the third one, but, you know, being the chosen one, it kind of sucks. You get drawn right back in there every time, all right? Now, the, the first two, he's with 
Megan Fox, who at this time, Megan Fox is in her prime. All right? No pun intended. I fell in love with Megan Fox in Transformers and Revenge of the Fallen. I kind of fell out of love with her. I'm, I'm going to be lying. I'm not going to lie to you. She's almost too hot now. Does that make sense? It's like overtly hot. Anyways, besides the point. So, Megan Fox. The third one is some other model. I don't remember her name. She's blonde. She didn't do too bad either. Okay. Now, also, where was I going to go with that? I don't know. Okay. All right. So, main villain in Transformers 1, Megatron. Actually, he's the main villain in all of them. But Megatron, okay? Revenge of the Fallen. It's this big robot guy that takes like five different robots. One of them is a dump truck. And he's got nuts. Not even lying to you. He has a ball sack. Okay? I'm not even trying to be gross. Like, he legitimately has one. That's part of why they beat him is they kick him in the nuts. I'm not making this up. Go watch the second movie. Third one. Okay? It's kind of a spoiler. But, I mean, these are all kind of spoilers anyways. If you, by now, you should know that the breakdowns have spoilers in them. Okay? This movie's been out for a while. Suck it. There was a cool prime, and I want to say his name was Sentinel Prime or something like that. Was a good guy they fought, and then he stabs and kills my boy Ironhide. Alright? Remember Ironhide? I was like, Ironhide's a boss? Yeah, Ironhide lasts through all these movies, okay? There's another one named Ratchet. He's the medic, okay? He lasts throughout these three movies. And then they have a bunch of other random Autobots in and out, okay? But yes, this is the original trilogy, all right? Then we have four and five. And this is what I call the Mark Wahlberg duo. All right. Now, in the fourth one, from what I know, humans side with like this robot for hire who is like a bounty hunter of Transformers to hunt down and kill all the rest of the Transformers because us humans, we're done with robots. Okay. So, but the main draw of the fourth one was dinosaurs. All right. This is where. Optimus Prime rides a Tyrannosaurus Rex into battle, a.k.a. the Dinobots. Yeah, it's badass. Does it make sense? Not at all. Do I care? Not at all. All right? He's awesome. Now, the last night. I think that one's about, like, a sword and Excalibur and stuff. All right? I know from what I know about it. Okay, Anthony Hopkins is in it, right? And Optimus Prime turns to the bad side for a little bit. And he gets mind-controlled or hacked, memory hacked or something. I don't remember the rest of it. Okay, I don't really know. Also, in this one, Megatron comes back for like the 50 bajillionth time in the fourth one. And he's now like taking over another role as a whole thing. Okay. Um... There's also a guy that's important to the original Wiki Trilogy. All right? You sound like 
It's not insane. But you know what I'm saying. Okay. Transformers movie. I want to get the cast correct. Because this bo- this guy needs, like... He is who I would say is the... He is the glue. No, not Rise of the Beast cast, you jerks. No, 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 no. Transformers. One movie. Okay, there we go. Cast. Where is my boy? Oh, yeah, and then also... um. Uh, Fergie's husband. I don't know if they're still married. Josh Hamill is in these movies. He was pretty good. John Turturro, okay, is the glue to the Wiki trilogy. And pretty much he goes from being a CIA slash FBI agent to like a conspiracy theorist. And it's hilarious. He's the funniest person in that trilogy. Okay? I'm going to say it one more time so you guys remember this and burn it into your heads. John Turturro, okay? He was also Carmine Falcone in The Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, okay? He did a brilliant job with that, too. Great actor. All right. Now, Bumblebee had my girl, a.k.a. Hawkeye, female one, um, and Haley Steinfeld, okay? Haley. Okay. Also, Gwen Stacy in the Into the Spider Verse, and also Across the Spider Verse, which I've already talked about. So, and from what I understand, for Rise of the Beasts, Unicron, which is a gigantic planet-sized transformer that eats planets or something like that, he's Galactus, but a robot. And he's coming to Earth, of course. Yeah. So, that's pretty much it, man. That's these movies in a nutshell. Now, is there anything else I want to touch on with Transformers? I feel like this one's kind of short. Now, they're, they're dope toys, okay? I'm not going to lie to you. I've kind of wanted to get back, get back into Transformers. I kind of wouldn't mind having a Transformer or two, but I think they should try to lean into it more like Legos and like they build, right? Instead of just being easy. I feel like they could be really good, uh, like, uh, for the ADHD, okay? Like a a stimulus boy, which is not the word that I want. And out of context, that sounds horrifying. But you know what I'm saying? Sensory. A sensory toy. Still not doing great. But you understand where I'm going with it. Okay, it would be great if it was like an actual puzzle. Okay? Now, I think that's about it for Transformers. Here's what I need to tell you. and You need to know. Because I've already said it, but I'm going to remind you. These movies are not the best when it comes to story. Okay, the first one, actually, the story isn't, isn't bad. They're going after the AllSpark. Yes. Okay, they're robots fighting other robots. 
The joy of Transformers is seeing all the vehicles turn into robots and then back into vehicles. Because throughout the entire movies, you're watching every car, every jet, every tank, and you're like, is that a Transformer? And then all of a sudden, the boombox turns into a robot trying to kill you. That's right, the boombox. Okay? That's the beauty of Transformers. Anything to be a Transformer. The video camera that's recording me could be a Transformer in the Transformers movie. Okay? There were NASCARs that were Transformers for some reason. Three of them. Okay? Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and I can't remember the third one. I want to say it was like Montoya Jr.? Ricky Montoya? I don't know. I don't know his uh, I don't know his name. Okay, I'm not a race car guy. Alright? But just know that there were three NASCARs out there. Alright? There's been helicopters, there have been jets, there have been tanks. Obviously the man guy's a semi, and if you think his trailer doesn't do anything, you would be wrong. They let him fly a little bit sometimes. Again, we go into T Rexes. Pterodactyls, which are badass. Spinosaurus Okay? And then we have... What else do we have? I'm going back through the memory banks. I talked about the dump truck guy. Um, There was a scorpion in the first one for some reason. Right? So, literally, Transformers, robots in disguise. It's a whole thing. Alright? So, hopefully... I've inspired you to go watch these movies. I will be in theaters watching Rise of the Beasts because why? And I cannot say it enough. I want to see robots blow each other up. They are epic battles. Now, if you go watch this new one, it does not spoil any of these because this is a prequel. Fun fact that I did not know until about 30 minutes ago after research. And by 30 minutes ago, I mean 30 minutes before I started recording. So... Yes. Transformers. Okay. So, on that note, I think we wrap up the Transformers talk. If you like this content, subscribe to us on YouTube. If you like this content, go follow us on Instagram at the Magic Beans Productions. If you like this content, Follow us on TikTok at Magic Beans Productions. If you like listening to me talk, but want to hear me talk less and have somebody else talk as well, come check out JP and the Beanstalk, where we talk all things comics related. Okay? And then also check JP and the Beanstalk out on Instagram. That was the word that I wanted. And on YouTube. All right? Um, appreciate you hanging around. Um, yeah, guys, this was awesome. This was, this one was a fun one. So thank you and God bless.